Hi and welcome everyone to the 45th episode of CRM Rocks. This is Marcus Allanson and today podcast will be about certified for CRM. And with me today I have André Margono from Barhead Solutions. André Margono is currently working as solution architect at Barhead Solution and based in Melbourne, Australia. For the past six years he's been delivering CRM solutions for customers in Australia André is currently Microsoft Dynamics CRM MVP for his contributions in Dynamics CRM community and has been actively contributing for CRM user group, blog and forum since 2011. Welcome André. Hi Marcus, thanks for having me. How are you doing today? Really good. So what is a good customer relationship for you? Um, Good customer relationship is about a good interaction between business and their stakeholders. So it will build a network of people and organization. And behind it, um, they usually have some technology that will play a significant role to accelerate the growth and improving the quality of the interaction between the business and the customer. So the key thing is about people and the organization is just connecting the dots. So who are your customer? Um, my customers are organizations. Um, they would like to get the benefit from um, the software or the application that they are investing in, in particular with Dynamics CRM and other cloud services that um, that I, I work with uh, around Office 365 or Azure. And it's typically to deliver a digital transformation to the business. So where we want to um, simplify their business processes or if we want to make it paperless from from the form base to digital base, that's what my pri- primary customers are. <laughs> so you're trying to work on this paperless uh, office then? Yes, it's been a tough um, project usually but, uh, if, if, if we want to move from the paper-based to paperless because usually customer they are really get accustomed to with all of this paperwork and now they have um, removed this um, requirement so they a bit worry about how the, 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 the files being signed and where it's stored and what some sometimes they have some regulations to keep some archive information so it's really um, interesting on from the customer side uh, to bring them on board with this paperless concept. As a solution architect, what is it that you do? So it's uh, my job is designing a solution for the customer and it's around trying to understand their requirements, trying to understand their IT um, in- infrastructure or constraint that they have and we're trying to find a uh, solution for them to release them from certain pains, pain points that they have uh, in their business through um, applications, especially in particular with Dynamics CRM. So you do a lot of workshops with the customers then? Yes. Okay. So why should I get certified? This is a really good question. Um, to get certified, it's to validate. So first, um, you probably know about something in particular is about Dynamics CRM. And you want to test yourself whether you know the product well enough or you want to do, um, just want to challenge yourself that whether your knowledge is really 
based on the truth, which is basically is work workable from Microsoft perspective. So the certification is a good tool for us to challenge ourselves and validate our knowledge. And actually, it's it's also helpful for certain organization, especially Microsoft partner, to attain certain level of partnership with Microsoft. What does it prove then if I have gotten one of these certifications here? Um, to me, it is our knowledge that being proven about the, the product itself. And it's also, um, we understand about the topic quite well, basically. Um, and it's just a proof that we can do the exam and we pass pass it. Okay, so who can take a certification like this then? Basically, the certification is targeted at certain individuals that that is usually mentioned as an audience in the certification exam outline. Um, it really depends. For example, CRM have certain uh, area that is really for functional perspective, which is like the sales and service exam. And there are probably some IT pro sections, for example, like the installation or depl- online deployment, and also some slightly more into development perspective in customization and configuration. Do you have like ones that are typical good for CRM consultants or solution architects like you? So what do you do? Do you get certified? Um, I think for CRM consultant, it's good to know at, at least for the basic, which is in the sales and service, because at the end, uh, we are selling uh, and we are implementing a business solution. So to know what is out of the box, what is uh, provided by the platform itself, is really useful for us to uh, tell the customer or maybe guide the project where we need to um, customize or we just stick with out of the box. And if we want to go further, we probably can go with the customization and configuration, which is requiring a little bit of technical skills at certain part, but mostly it's more into an admin side. Um, for some people that understand infrastructure and probably want to go further, we can take the uh, installation or the online CRM online deployment. Nowadays, I think Microsoft is really focused on the cloud in, uh, deployment and I have done the uh, certification for CRM online deployment. It's not really that kind of infrastructure, but more into cloud focus. How many types of certifications for dynamic CRM are there? Um, I think for the 2016, they have five, um, sales and service, uh, customization and configuration, installation and CRM online deployment. Uh, there is another one for Microsoft Dynamics Marketing, I think. Do they call them CRM 2016 nowadays or do they just call them Dynamics CRM? They just call them Dynamics CRM, right? Um, in, for, for 2016, they have... Uh, I'm uh, I'm not sure from the direction from Microsoft themselves, but uh, from on tw- uh, CRM 2015 exam, they have removed the product um, version, but 2016 they have the version back for some reason. Yeah, you're correct. That there is a thing called Dynamic CRM 2016, and then customization and configuration. And, and actually, uh, the way that we can distinguish is through the exam code. 
it is quite unique it is actually unique for every exam okay so we have customization and configuration then do we have a thing called application still um i think in 2016 that they split it across sales and service i think the direction is because um sales itself is really rich in the content these days and service itself especially in the service they have just acquired uh field service and i think they also have um parature in built in as well, i mean as part of dynamics family so i think it's it's because of the nature of the product that is growing uh, they want to put the focus into certain aspect or modules of the application itself so customer service there's one sales that's one customization and configuration that's one installation that's one and is there other than older because they don't have a certain 2015 to them they have just online deployment or dynamics marketing or they're still valid yet so for 2015 ones i think they are still valid at this moment but i think for this uh, crm online deployment because of uh, the nature of uh, cloud deployment is really rapid especially uh release every six months so they have come up it with different exams. They have the 2015. I think the, the exam code is MB2706, if I'm not wrong. And then they have another one for 2016, which is MB2710. You're correct there. That's the correct. And that's a bit technical, but that's the exact ex- exam numbers. Okay, so do they ever retire these uh, certifications yes they do apparently the 2011 has retired and i believe the 2013 as well as microsoft is no longer offering the exam for 2013 uh, i think 20, even for 2015 i think they still do 2015 but no longer the 2013 ones do they coincide with the ending of the standard support for the product it not necessarily because I think CRM twenty eleven is still under support, but we know that it it is nearing its um, ending of the support. But twenty thirteen certainly certainly is within the support uh, time frame for Microsoft. But they just retired it. I think they just would like to uh, encourage people to take the newer exam instead. So I noticed that uh, formally I've taken a extending exam, but that's. That's no longer there. Is that a, a way to tell me that you shouldn't do that stuff anymore? Or <laughs> is that just that they've split it up in, in different ways? I'm not really sure on this side, but I also ex- um planning to do the, the extending exam uh, on 2015. However, they're no longer offering that. Uh, I think they stopped offering it on, uh, since 2015. I still know that they have the 2013 exam for this, but I'm not sure what is the direction from Microsoft on this. And I think in particular, they would like to focus more into the cloud and maybe from the cloud side, they just want to focus on customized offer, conf- uh, sorry, customization and configuration of our custom build. Yeah, and, and 
I just thought that extending nowadays means that you connect it to Azure and do all kind of crazy stuff with the Azure stuff that is kind of, yeah, perhaps you can call it customization and configuration these days because it, it's merely so easy. Yeah, I think it's uh, the, the extending part, apparently not only that, they um, actually, if we would like to elaborate, um, I think Microsoft would like to introduce the I think they have introduced the web API, so they probably going to. They sure uh, have. Yeah, I think they probably would like to uh, stop the old way of doing um, the SDK way, probably they, they or maybe wrap the SDK in using the new web API. And I think that might change the assemblies. I still remember in the past that we need to study about what assembly reference that we need, and they have a lot of information around. Um, what is the way that we need to include in JavaScript or something like that? So I think that 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 probably will be deprecated. And since we are in the transition, probably the let's see whether in the future whether Microsoft will bring this extending back again or not. With obviously with the new content. Yes, of course, with new content and. Are you referring to to that the 2011 endpoint with the SOAP is now deprecated and the new way forward is web API only? Yes, that's what I mean. So I think it's a direction from Microsoft to to use the modern approach, which is REST-based API instead of the SOAP-based. And I think it's just to open up the the possibilities for... um, further integrations with other systems rather than using SOAP because it's quite tedious for us to write all of the SOAP messages and creating the envelope. But now it's just through REST API, JSON-based, and all of the integrations usually supports REST, RESTful API. How can I get certified? I mean, how um, how does it play out if I want to take an exam here? Uh, first of all, I think we just look at the skilled mission that is available at Microsoft website in their exam uh, page. Usually we just take a look at, for example, the customization and configuration, have a look on its item that they present over there, and what are the percentages that uh, its topic that it cover. And so from there, we can de- derive how familiar we are, we are with the concepts. And from there also, we can also plan our study plan. So we know its topic, what we can try to grasp as many as possible of information from that website just to plan our study plan, to plan what we need to learn. Okay, I I was thinking more about the actual certification. I mean, can I take it at home or Uh, do I have to sort of, can I, yeah, how, how does it play out? Traditionally, we need to go to uh, some kind of test center that is um, usually provided by um, learning provider. But nowadays, they have um, the online-based kind of um, testing. But I'm not sure whether it's available throughout all region. Uh, I know that it is available available in US and some part of Australia. So we do uh, an online exam without being proctored, but we need to have our webcams and stuff like that to be enabled. And they're using some kind of secured um, browser for us to open up their XM um, 
application so it, it's connected through their own specific channels that we cannot tamper and we cannot even open any other applications hmm i've never heard about that actually that's news to me yep i think it's quite new that microsoft um learning team has just introduced probably this year or last year okay so um, i'm i'm based in europe so that probably that's why i've never heard of it because uh, you said US and Australia, right? It could be in other regions as well, but probably need to check with Microsoft themselves. I haven't taken an exam for a while now, so I, I did take a couple of the 2015 or the ones without uh, the, the version number in them. Mm. Okay, so if we, if we try to discuss the, the old way then, I call it the old way still then, um, so you schedule an exam, you go to this test facility, and then you get assigned a computer, and then you take this test there, and you have a certain amount of time to do it? Yep. So basically, when we are coming to the test exam, usually they will check for our um, a bit of credential check, bring some photo ID and stuff like that, and then we sit in the room, uh, it really depends on the facilities. Sometimes they provide you with some kind of um, mark, mark board for you to write on something. Uh, or sometimes they just give a pen or, pap or paper, something like that. So basically we, we are uh, only allowed to bring our own ourselves and without any other things attached to us. And maybe just the other thing is just probably that pen and paper to write down uh, or to do some calculation during the exam or something like that. And in the exam room, we will be presented with the questions. And the questions usually have some certain topics. And depends on the exam, sometimes they have multiple sections. So like the first section, they do. it really depends. Uh, I have done an exam with case study, but I think CRM doesn't have that kind of, um, uh, that kind of, exam model. I think CRM is just quick, uh, multiple choice kind of uh, exam. So you sit down in the front of a computer and you get this fully automated questionnaire yes. that you have to go through, right? Yes. Okay, and, and how good of a score do I have to get to pass? I think it is 700 out of 1,000. Correct me if I'm wrong. So it's 70%? Yeah, about then. 70%. Okay, that means that I can forget some things, but not most things then. <laughs> of course, <laughs> we are human. So what kind of certifications have you done? What were this list that we tried to, to make before? What, what of them are, have you taken? So I have done the 2015 for um, application. I have done the online deployment. I have done 2015 customization configuration and installation so basically on 2015 i've done all and some 2013 and 2011 i'm still trying to catch up my time to do 2011 2016 one and in particular i would like to do the customization and configuration first okay so when you prepare for this 2016 customization and configuration how do you prepare um, I would like to see on the Microsoft website, first look at the skilled measure and just to evaluate on its item that they, they present over there. They will have its topics 
and if we expand the topics it will give you a certain degree of detail and then uh, from those topics we just plan our um, study plan and just be just based on how much we know about the topics usually i can tell i'm quite for example for the customization con and configuration probably i'm quite confident with the security model because it's not that much change from 2015 for example so i will put my attention more into something new in 2016 for example um so we just focus on the things that we uh would mention that that is mentioned in the uh, skill measure and as well as we have online training which is from dynamics learning portal uh, usually they are really exact course for the exam so if we search on dynamics learning portal usually we will find for example 2016 customization and configuration they will have some kind of uh, official course on that one it's really helpful i passed the 2015 exams by watching those um, videos and training by the instructor as well as a few extra um, hands out that I've gathered from multiple sources, usually around articles and blogs that people uh, have shared. And the most important part is just practice hands on with this with the new system, especially um, in in 2016. If you're gonna take 2016, then have your yourself a 2016 instance. A trial one should be sufficient, and then start practicing from there. A little bit of trick trick in the 2016 just be careful you need to know which one is coming as the update one versus the vanilla 2016 because the online trial will have 2016 update one and that might be different from uh the one that it was prepared for the exam yeah so the exam is on the rtm version of 2016 and not the spring release so they won't have any questions on how to configure project services or anything like that, right? That's right. I would expect that would probably come on 2017 exams, perhaps. Okay, so do you have any other tips and tricks, skilled measures to taking the learning uh, site? Um, first, I would recommend to take um, the second short offer. Or these days, it's called Booster Pack from Microsoft. So it will give you a bit of confidence. Let's say you failed once, it's not the end of the day. You can try again in the next week or something. So it's really good. Uh, in the past, Microsoft has offered second shot chance. So I always check that offer when I'm doing uh, the exam. And also I need to pay attention on, on basically if I failed, this did happen with me once. So if I fail, I just pay attention on the topics. Usually Microsoft exam will give you certain degree of like chart showing that how far you are in certain topics. So it's really helpful for me to reevaluate what is my strength and what is my weakness. So I can focus on those um, topics for the next, if I would like to take the exam again. Now, I have a few tips actually when we are doing the exam. Would you like to hear that? Sure, go for it. So 
during the exam it's quite tricky i mean in 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 that time frame usually i get pressurized with the um the time limit and probably a bit nervous because it's an exam it's an actual exam i've paid for it and there are a few tips that i usually do during the exam is always answer the questions that i'm really confident if i'm not confident just choose to mark the answer for review and and keep going through sometimes to be honest in the next questions of the exam it will give you actually the answer of the the thing that you answer before and i think another thing is always give an answer and don't leave it blank i think microsoft didn't give deduction for wrong answer anyway so it's good if if, if it get, your guess is good i mean it's, it it might help you to pass and also for multiple choice that requires multiple answer pay attention with the numbers because i think these days microsoft mentioned that um number of the correct answers in the question in the past i think they never give that it's just really lucky if we get it right or maybe if we really know about something that is correct on these multiple answers so they might they might say choose all that apply or they might say okay pick two um in the past microsoft exams usually have choose all that apply but luckily these days they mention that choose three to uh, to create the correct answer or choose two to create the correct answer so they will specify the number of the correct answers that required and i think that's really helpful because sometimes you're not quite sure what they're alluding to what what, what is the the things that they're after with these questions i mean it's a, it's a fully automated one so it's trying really hard to ask follow-up questions like what do you mean by that is it this or is it that and and then you can look at the question and at the answers and say okay if they want two of these five then it has to be this two because they comprise a complete answer to the question absolutely yeah it's really helpful and and your method is really good i mean you usually i usually use um elimination method which is we try so if we don't know the exact answer i sometimes choose what is not what is contradict with the uh with the question so it's really helpful sometimes to find the right answer by what by finding what is not the answer yeah and then you go from there and it has to be sort of two out of let's say five and then you can eliminate two or even three, and then it has to be the other two. Yes. Okay, any other tips and tricks? Do you bring food to eat? No way, we can't bring food in the, to the room. So for doing the exam, we can't bring anything apart from our provided notes and ourselves, so we can't bring anything. And with provided notes, you mean a blank piece of paper? Yes, it's a blank piece of paper or sometimes they give some kind of uh, mini whiteboard kind of thing that we can wipe it off after we finish. Yes, so you don't, you cannot bring sort of this training book that you studied with into the exam room. Yes, um, maybe on the other exams, but... Um, 
for my for the for CRM exams I don't think they allow to bring any uh, written materials or something like that any other tips and tricks for uh, for completing a or training preparing to to do a, a cert um a lot of reading and practice actually um i mentioned about the booster pack as well and actually that booster pack is also providing with practice exams uh personally i have used that for one of my office 365 exam but i'm not sure whether crm exam provide the similar um functionality of practice exam by itself as well or not but if they have that that could be really good because these practice exams then you get to get a feeling of how are they formulating questions what types of questions are they asking stuff like that yes so this practice exams i'm probably going to share you a little bit this was coming from my uh, office 65 exam it gives you the feel of what type of questions um that that will be asked in the exams let's say fill in the blanks or maybe if you need to um select multiple answers or you probably need to write case study so if you have some, uh, some example of case study it will give the ex- case study example as well it really good in terms of um simulating what 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 you expect from the real exam obviously they are not the actual exam they are um just prepared in that way so people can study and learn about the topics if they are so basically if they can do the exams in that practice exam from microsoft typically on the real exam it is pretty much about the same level of uh, knowledge required the same level of type of questions in terms of format so it's really helpful what does qualify as cheating that's a good question to me i think cheating is can be in two different forms classic example is probably the schoolboys kind of cheating it's by bringing hidden notes because we know that we can't bring uh, any written materials to the exam room we probably have some kind of cheat sheet or even i have heard that people bring communication device to ask the answer from somebody else in the room and that they get caught or maybe in certain countries they probably do some kind of impersonation that you come as somebody else and then representing as somebody else so I, that that can be considered as cheating and nowadays i have heard that people are using leak exam questions that is actually the real exam questions that being published on some websites so basically i think to recap for cheating i think it's basically um anything that that violates the microsoft exam policy microsoft certification exam policies so if you're not sure and you're buying this practice exams online how can i tell if 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 it's valid or not um i think there is a website called certguard personally i have never used this website to the certain extent but i think it give a quite legit information whether the website can be considered as some sort of selling illegal copy of the exam or it is a legal uh actually a legit question question practice exam something like that so i think we can 
have a look at this website to validate it. So that was certguard.com, right? Yes. So if if you're not sure and you're about to buy a test exam, please just copy the URL, paste it in there, and it will tell you whether they think it's a an a brain dump or an a valid practice exam. Yeah, I think it provides quite. Um, if I have a look on it now, it has certain things like, for example, I just randomly Google, for example. Um, with the exam code MB2712, which is the customization exam. Uh, there's good things in here. They have a few question, uh, links, the actual um, official links from Microsoft and certain blog articles, which is good from, from the CRM community. And if we go through, scroll down, a lot of people, I think I can find one here. There's a website called Passer.com. I'm not sure whether this is legit. Just copy paste and see what, whether it's legit or not. Well, it, it's 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 saying that it's a brain dump. So yeah, that 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 thing is validating to a certain extent. So why shouldn't I just buy the real questions? I mean, it could be easier, right? Well, if we double check on Microsoft, uh website on the certification example sees it is violating first it's violating Microsoft NDA and there is a big warning for for everyone that's cheat on the exam as a consequence they could be go into the candidate band list so if you violate the testing rule the policy can uh, make your certification being waived or even you get permanently prohibited from taking any further uh, examination with Microsoft. And maybe your past exam might be get uh, get decertified, or if I can say that in that term. So it's basically you, your certification will be gone. It's really, um, if you have spent some time and effort to study in the past, using this kind of website is really, it's really, um, not a good thing. I mean, you will lose your investment on, on your time. And actually, using this kind of um, material is also damaging to the CRM community, especially for those who really learn and study for the exam, and they put a lot of effort, and they do it for um, by learning the in, in the legit way. Using this kind of um, information is basically you are not validating yourself and not really challenging yourself. So, I mean, if you buy that kind of things, that then you're not really testing your skill. I mean, if you know that, okay, this question is answer number B and the second question is answer number A, then that's just your short-term memory in terms of, okay, it's A, B, 1, B, C, something like that. I think so. I mean, I haven't seen the actual thing from this kind of website, but in case that is the case, um, well, when you get the real exam questions and real um, options or real um, answer, that even worse. I mean, like it's it's really just you're memorizing all of this information, or even even though 
it's it, the you can just simply search for the answer and then just answering it in the, in the exam it's not really qualifying and testing yourself whether you know the material well or not well the the um the foundation of the exam is just for testing right whether we know about the subject or not and then it's just if you pass it because of this kind of information then it's is defeat the purpose of the exam itself and not only that actually um if you are caught using this kind of information you probably can get into a problem which is um violating the terms and condition of the exam policy and it could causing you into this um candidate bans which is uh, really severe in the sense that you might be banned permanently from taking micro future microsoft certification exam and the exam that you have uh, passed in the past can be um, revoked or just being cancelled or something like that and you're really devaluating all of the people that do take the time to take the training and go through the effort of actually learn what you have to know to to get this kind of a certain and 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 that's bad for everyone exactly it's it's damaging to the community well people in the community especially we are the professional in this field we work and read every day with the system um we get certified to just it's not only just for our own challenge but also it's just to show that we are capable in doing it but if the certification itself become invaluable because of people are um, using this kind of information or brain dump, it is just damaging to the community. People that is actually know the product or know the matter, uh, the topic really well, they just become e equal to the the people that just using this kind of information. And I, and I mean, when you go to the real world and then you have a project and you're supposed to solve things, then then if you haven't taken the time to actually learn about the product and, and how to do things, then that is when you're in real trouble then. Exactly. I mean, people can really see that. Are you really certified or why you don't know the such basic things that it always been in the exam for example yeah i mean if you're just taking the exam and you're just buying one of these brain dumps and you're just answering okay it's a b c c b d something like that and then you are entered into a real project where you're supposed to solve dynamic crm and, and make it come up with a solution and you haven't taken the time to learn about it you just studied the exam brain dump instead and then when you're supposed to solve and come up with a solution that's you're going to hurt yourself also then yeah exactly i mean it, we are in the small market here dynamic crm community is is really i mean no it's other so let's say you are in the project and then for some reason you you have that certification listed for example just 
customization and configuration is the classic example there's a lot of basic things that that they always been asked for example security roles how to set up security roles what is the scope of security roles and what is the business unit for example and how you configure that if you don't know then it's really like it's just proof uh, it's just showing that how do you pass the exam if you don't know this thing well no one knows everything i believe people still have some uh, limitation they still have uh, weaknesses but still at least some basic information you probably should have known or if you forget about it you can simply look at reference and search for the answer uh, but but you know the concept quite clearly so it's just a matter of oh yeah some kind of a refresher of what we have learned in the past and and we've discussed here uh, that the, the test is is an automated fashion so that you you go in and you answer these multiple types of questions and then you get the answers right away if you passed it or not do you think that it's hard to make a good set of automated questions that tests for real 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 world knowledge i think just to make the test engine itself will take some time i believe because looking at how microsoft exam is structured it has different type of questions sometimes they have multiple choice uh, with multiple answer they have um some kind of drag and drop they have also different kind of um case study where you need to have a look at certain case so and it it become a series of question so in to create something like automated it's quite complex to do in in terms of someone effort to do that but i think the way that we can put it is to try to guess most probably based on the uh, topic that microsoft uh, put in their skill measure on their website for the exam we can probably guess what kind of um, typical questions that they would like to um, to put in the exam or just looking at the course structure as well if you sign up for the dynamics learning portal uh, and usually we'll have uh, the exact information about the uh, the course about the exam and from there we can look at the um, course structure and then we can simply guess look and trying matching with the skilled measure so probably we know that uh, the typically they will ask um, certain detail and how to do it so that that that, that kind of question will actually test um, based on the uh, the value of the exam itself without violating the um, the terms and condition for the exam okay so if you were to to set a sit down and you were asked by microsoft to to do a couple of questions for for an area of dynamic crm i mean isn't it hard to decide what kind of level do you do you put it at do you put it at okay can you do this or that very specific questions or do you take it a broader that okay in a situation like this what do you do i mean that's why i think it's so hard i i, I agree uh, sometimes in real real world scenario sometimes we can solve certain thing with 
different way we, we probably can sorry just for a classic example we the requirement says that you should not be able to see certain things now obviously the non um custom 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 way or we we sorry so obviously for certain things like um the, if the requirement is for the user not to be able certain things the normal answer should be through the security role configuration but in real case sometimes that doesn't fit with the requirement so sometimes we need to write custom code on plugin or something on retrieve multiple that will hide certain thing use different query if you have certain user security role so that that kind of thing might be case by case but i think for us to be able to understand obviously microsoft wouldn't go that that far they sh they would stick to the course that they deliver so this is probably some kind of tips from myself as well so during the microsoft exams it's really good to just watch the their um course in dynamics learning portal because most of the time uh the structure of the exam is pretty much covering up everything that is mentioned in the um in the training in the in the course so it's it's really good to follow that because microsoft wouldn't try to put something that is out of their um curriculum basically okay that's great to know and and great to think about so we've had we've added links to the show notes for the booster pack and, and a link to the list of certifications available for dynamic crm do you use any other links or or plugs the, uh, that you would uh, recommend here um one of the blogs that i used to read is um from ben ben hoss he usually write some good articles about um certain exams i think he has written uh, about customization and configuration and uh, i think that there was a book in the past that i used from I think someone brought it for that is really specific for the exam but i'm not sure whether they have the latest version ready i think it was for 2013 or something so someone write some kind of um exam preparation book for this on pack publishing so that one was really good for uh, exam preparation okay and you didn't have a link to that so we can share it with the listeners now so for the the one that I uh, mentioned about Ben is his blog is crmbusiness.wordpress.com. So you probably can search on that uh, blog that he has some links about customization and configuration exam, some kind of tips and tricks and um, more. Okay, so we will try to find it now then. crmbusiness.wordpress.com. So that is his um, blog, and then that he also has a link about the customization and configuration study guide. That that when I was um, doing um, twenty thirteen exam, is that one really useful? And finally twenty fifteen, it's pretty much just a little bit update from twenty thirteen and twenty sixteen as well. It's not much different. So a lot of key concept, especially around security roles. Uh, dashboard chart and certain things is really specific and and it didn't have it hasn't changed 
that much from uh, version 2011 even. So a lot of concepts are still applicable. It's just probably certain new things that just introduced in 2016, like maybe the hierarchy, security, and something like that, that probably just really specific to the version that need to pay attention. Yep, so I'll, um, we will try to add that to the show notes then and see if we can find it. So where can we see you next? Where, what are you up to? Um, I usually presenting in CRM user group, but it's locally in Melbourne. And I also usually blog in, in my personal blog, which is andz88.wordpress.com. That's my personal blog. If you would like to have a look at my articles, feel free to, to have a look. So you, are you going to the CRM UD Summit? Um, unfortunately not. That is in US. I'm in Australia. So that requires a little bit of travel and it's really, uh, depends on my company whether they would like to sponsor me but um pass on this time australia is a bit off uh, as soon as it's you're not flying within australia i bet it's like nine hours flight directly actually it's almost 12 hours or more to go to us so that's that's a bit of travel and i think it's considered as international travel so it's requires a few paperwork as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the CRM user groupie in Australia then, then that's where we'll find you. Yes, especially in Melbourne. Okay, in Melbourne even. Okay, thank you for your participation in CRM Rocks, Andre. Thank you and have a good day. And thanks to you listening. And don't forget that you can subscribe to CRM Rocks. Just search for it in your favorite podcasting app and you will find it right there. See you next time on CRM Rocks.